This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon Damer. Larry Hardesty, how are we feeling, my man? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I've, I've been thoroughly entertained this Bye-bye. evening. Sweated through a Nick game as always. No, this, tonight was a nice. The Knicks blew out the Magic by four. Larry, come on, this was <laughs> on the on the a- aggravation scale. This one was uh, pretty minor. <laughs> no, I wasn't aggravated. That's why I said no. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, sweated that a little but bit. Look, there's there's know. moments even in Nick wins where you get aggravated, right? Like they yes, blow ten absolutely. point leads, they blow twelve point leads, uh, and and the way they played in the first half, it was mm-hmm. it was certainly aggravating. But uh, yes. strong second half, yep. able to uh, overcome some stuff. The Brunson yes. and Randall show once again, and the mm-hmm. Knicks pick up a much another. Every win is a big win right now. So That's four it. games over five hundred, thirty yep. and twenty six. Yep, and uh, just what the doctor ordered. Yeah, talk them up because you know Philly's waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you know, for all the talk we have of frustrating Nick losses, like mm-hmm. the, the Lakers loss, or uh, I'm trying to think of some. I mean, there's a long list of them. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think more recently. Um, this is the one that you would have a legitimate gripe, right? Like the the Laker yes. loss, as frustrating as it was, it really was that last play before overtime. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really the whole game, and going into that game, that's not necessarily a game that you expect to win. Agreed. Um, or the Clippers loss. Yeah, you could be frustrated by it, but um, that, I don't really think that's a, a game the Knicks are expected to win. This is a game you have to have. You, yeah. If you're the Knicks in their situation, you cannot be losing to the Orlando Magic here, there, anywhere. Nope. Nope. Uh, 22 and 32 before the uh, Magic came into the game tonight, before their loss, now 22 and 33. So, Look, these are the games. What do they always say? If you're a playoff team or if you're trying to be a playoff team, you have to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And if you go 500 against teams that are as good or better than you, then you got a shot. And so that's what they are. So I was watching the Nick game, and then I was, you know, listen, Cam Thomas is making the statement over in Brooklyn, Gordon. He is a very talented young man. So I had a chance to watch him another 40-plus performance tonight. And they made it, listen, <laughs> they, the Suns look like the Knicks. They made it close down to the wires. So I'm looking at that. And then, you know, this could be the night, Gordon, where LeBron James surpasses Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And what's crazy is, obviously, it's in L.A., so Kareem is there. Uh, some of his teammates are there. I saw A.C. Green. I saw James Worthy. You know, some folks are there. I'm sure Magic's hanging around uh, somewhere. Magic's there somewhere, absolutely. Yeah, no question about that. So that could be something. And I, I just got to say, before we lock in on the Knicks and everything, Gordon, if you had said to me, and, and we know records are made to be broken, but I just didn't expect for Kareem's record to be broken um, ever. I won't even say this quickly. I'm saying ever because of the way he played, because of, uh, you know, the, the, the unstoppable, yeah, the yeah. unstoppable shot he had. Mm-hmm. And, and God, what, what do he, what do he have? Maybe one three point ever. I don't think he ever had put up a three pointer, you know, so just imagine uh, if he was playing today, I don't know. Gordon, I don't know how successful he would be if he was playing today. They would make him shoot outside. <laughs> he, would, he would have to have a whole Hit completely different game. Yeah, no question about it. No question about it. Uh, I do not think it will happen tonight. Okay. I right. think that LeBron, I don't think it happens against the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think okay. it happens against the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. 
so so we'll see. Um, it's certainly something you know. Even with the Lakers being where they're at, I think mm-hmm. they should be able to beat the uh, the Thunder. Yes, rather handily. That it should not be sweating it out in the fourth quarter. Absolutely. But we shall see. Oh, look, I know. mean. It's one of those things that, uh, you know, with the NBA, it's not it's not baseball, right, where no. records are, are so uh, so uh, revered and everything else. But you knew mm-hmm. that, you know, even after Michael Jordan, as great as Michael Jordan was, yeah. he never was able to uh, to pass Kareem. So right. no question, this is a huge honor for LeBron. And with the way the playoff standings look, it might be the only honor for LeBron this yeah. year. So it's an important one. Yeah, it is. It is. History-making uh, situation. So, lot boy, la- all the stars. Well, look, the stars are always out in L.A., but all the stars are out in L.A. tonight to see, like you said, to see if, uh, if uh, you know, LeBron is able to break Kareem's record. But let's go a little closer to home, Gordon. And uh, listen, we talk a lot about Julius Randle. Julius Randle had some, you know, some some interesting situations last season. He's got 35 double doubles this year. He's third in the NBA, trailing only. DeMontis Sabonis and Nikolai Jokic. Sabonis has 42. Jokic has 36. Randall's 27th game of 20 points and 10 boards. That's second in the NBA to Giannis. Jalen Brunson, his 35th 20-point game of the season. Second most by player 6-1 or shorter. That would be Trey Young, 40 entering today. And the Knicks, get this, Gordon, 16 and 14 in clutch time. They were 18 and 26 in clutch time last season. That goes to Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson's made everybody Jalen Brunson has made everybody calmer in certain situations where we just don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. Where it was like a fire, it was like a fire drill and he's kind of calmed them down in a lot of situations. So, um, listen, Richard Jefferson said it on the broadcast uh, the other day that he might be, he might be the best free agent signing in the league for the effect that he's had on this team. It's, it's certainly the best free agent signing the Knicks have had in a very long time. Uh-huh. Um, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, Randall's done a good job, uh, and uh, while he might not be a real superstar in the league, no. uh, he is the Knicks superstar. There's, I mean, until you can figure out a way that they can get something better than Randall, I think Randall is going to be here. Although I do keep hearing it's never going to happen in a million years, mm-hmm. but I keep hearing about how it's a seller's market and there's plenty of teams looking for talent and this and that. Um Maybe I don't think that Randall's stock is ever going to be higher than it is right now, but yeah. uh, that's not the road the Knicks are going to go down because without Randall, they'd be sunk. Uh, and you see yeah. that again. And I, I did not think after that one year, he had an amazing year two years ago. Mm-hmm. Last year, it kind of felt like, okay, yeah, two years ago was a fluke. But now he's been able to come back and, and have another all-star season. And uh, that has been the key to the Knicks turnaround. It does, it's not really hard to figure out why the Knicks are so much better than they were last year. Randall's been better and Brunson's been everything you could have ever hoped for and more. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And so now the question, and here's one thing too, and, and let's give Thibodeau some credit tonight, Gordon. He, they have had so many problems and issues closing out threes late in game that he fouled right down, down the stretch for change. <laughs> he said, no, I'm not, no yeah. we're not doing that again. I'm not doing it. I'm not having it. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I mean, they, they, this is a game you have to have. Now you're 30 and 26. You've, you've kind of, you know, I, I said on Saturday that whenever the Knicks do anything, it, it always feels like the comparison is against the top five teams in the conference. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, you know, they can't beat the Bucs or they can't beat the Celtics or they can't beat the, the, the Sixers. I, I know they have re- recently, I'm, but I'm saying in a series, you're, you're not going to match up. You can't compare the Knicks to those teams. Those teams are – 
are legitimate conference contenders, if not title contenders. The Knicks, yeah. you really have to judge the Knicks over against the next five teams. Judge them against the Heat. Judge them against the Pacers. And they've kind of started to stretch themselves out a little bit between where they're at at seven and everybody else that's in the play-in. Now, that the Heat are still in front of them, I guess, by percentage points mm-hmm. in terms of the record, but... The Knicks are in a pretty good spot now. I, I, it always kind of feels like it's always teetering with them because of the way they play at times, but they have had a very good year. And again, if I told you 56 games into the season, the Knicks would be squarely in the play-in, if not the playoffs, I think any Knicks fan would have signed for that. Earlier this season, Gordon, I said that I thought this team, talent-wise, was probably the <laughs> 10th or 11th best team. In yeah. the East. And give them credit. They have played better than that. And their talent is still not great, but they're finding ways to win and they're finding ways to, to beat teams. And, you know, listen, I don't know how far they're going to go. I, I don't know. I'm just what I'm trying to do now, Gordon, is just enjoy the games because mm-hmm. the difference this year as opposed to other years, even last year, is that they're in games, they're competitive. Uh, they keep you close to you can't leave your screen because you never know what's going to happen when you come back. Absolutely, you know. But but they're in it, and so having having watched a team that had what 17, 18 wins, twenty wins. I mean, you gave the stat a couple of weeks ago. They before Tibbs and Leon Rose took over the previous eight or nine years, they averaged fifty three losses, and some of those years were short years. Like one year there was a sixty six game season. They still averaged fifty three losses. <laughs> So, so this is a major uh, improvement for where the Knicks have been uh, pretty pretty recently. It's not no like doubt. ten years ago. I know it's like it's like yesterday. So uh, you know, so that's that's what I'm trying to do now. But what happens is just as the fan, not the broadcaster, Gordon, the fan, is when you see them put up a fight against the Lakers with LeBron and Anthony Davis, and you see them put up a fight against the Clippers with the Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, and you see them put up a fight against. Really good teams. You see them beat Boston. You see them, you know, catch Philly on an off night and beat Philly. You know, then you say, well, how? Why do you play like that then, and you don't play like that all the time? And so that's the frustrating thing as a fan that you get into when you watch this team. Yeah, I mean they are frustrating. There's no question <laughs> about that. Uh, but I think it's because their talent level is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to give max effort to get to where they're at. Uh, it's not the type if they have any letdown in any area, or even if one of the guys that they're relying on has any letdown, it's almost like they can't afford a bad night. You yeah. know, if Randall has a bad night, the Knicks aren't winning. If Jalen Brunson, if he has a bad night, the Knicks are probably not winning. And the third part of that, or at least what's supposed to be the third part of that has not played well this year. And that's RJ Barrett. They got to mm-hmm. get him going. I, I don't know exactly what the issue is, but on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, he has not only has he not taken the next step forward, he has regressed. So that's uh, something that uh, bears watching here for the Knicks. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We get your thoughts on the Knicks, on the Nets. Kyrie Irving spoke today, Gordon. He did. He had <laughs> some interesting things to say. <laughs> we'll come back and talk hoops next on ninety eight seven ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Next hour, Gordon, mm-hmm. because we didn't have a chance to do it last night because we had a short show. Yeah. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers report. 
starring oh Gordon Bain. Oh, my gosh. Whew, we have so many so pieces of data to feed into the machine, Larry. Oh, my goodness. Yes, and, and Harvey has rebooted the machine. Okay, interesting. So, yes, yeah. so, so you're, the, the machine is, is not going to sound like it did before. Oh, all right. Well, maybe yeah. we put a couple more little programs in there as well, so it's, yeah. it's even more beep, beep, accurate beep, 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 than it was before. Yeah, I mean, that's Yeah, it'll, that's be, it'll be updated stages. from that. That's yeah. the early one, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the Danger, Danger, Will Robinson version. Right. This is this, this is, is the like, ET version. Yes, this is the Rogers Report 2.0. Yes. Uh, oh no, not like that. No, that was bad. That was really back in the day. No, that's AOL. Yeah, that's when your phone was just <laughs> screaming to get you on the ah, just to get you on the internet. Yeah, I remember those days. Oh my god. Yeah. And and how you got knocked off so quickly. <laughs> One yeah. phone call, you were done. Absolutely. <laughs> to the phones we go. Spike is in St. Pete. Start us off, Spike, on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, I love this radio a bit uh, that we can talk right after the game. By the way, um, the uh, the AOL is pretty funny in a lot of uh, a lot of places. But uh, let's let's get to the game. So now it's twenty out of fifty six. Twenty times this is unfathomable, guys. Unfathomable. Twenty times Nick Games and out of fifty six attempts, forty percent, I guess, have come down to the last two possessions. Um, the backcourt's fine. The four-man backcourt of, of Grimes and uh, Brunson and uh, McBride and Quickly is fine. Any one night, two of them play well. You're fine. You saw tonight with uh, McBride had a little trouble. Quickly played well. Uh, the margin is thin. We need we need a wing. Let's get a wing by. And I don't mean wings for the Super Bowl boys. Let's get a wing by Thursday. A uh, couple of ideas. I'm not going to espouse them now. Uh, some character building here. The missed free throws drive me nuts. I know, no, they drive both of you guys nuts. So 60% free throw shooting is, is, is not unacceptable. But we're winning games. And, Gordon, you said last week to me, I think four or five games ago, you can't lose them all. And I think we've won three of the five. We could have won all five. Mm-hmm. So the team is uh, – we got the right backcourt, guys. We're a little small. Uh, every other game, it's Hartenstein or it's Sims. And uh, – We'll see what happens over the summer. I don't think if we pick up a wing like Ananobi, so be it. But a lot of clubs want him. But uh, I could package deals. I'm not going to waste this precious time talking to you guys. But we won another game, and it's going to make me feel good breaking it down tomorrow because the ball movement was good. The turnovers were low. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's refreshing. They have a good young front court. You know, they really do. That big guard, Wagner. And uh, the Banchero looks like rookie of the year. We're yeah. locked by now. And uh, they've won. They were 17 out of 13. They started 5 and 20. So uh, I appreciate it, boys. Have a good night. And uh, let's chalk up another win. All right, Spike. And, and Markel Fultz was very good tonight, Gordon. He was he was exceptional at the at the point guard spot. He's kind of put the he's, – he's put Greg Anthony's son on the bench. <laughs> he's coming off the bench now. Uh, Fultz really played well. Had a couple of nice moves, a couple of dunks. Uh, yeah, good off for rebounds. him too. Because he, I mean, yeah, he had like some his trouble. Career was yes in the toilet, right? It didn't yeah. look like anything was going to happen from that. And um, look, Magic in a couple of years might be uh, might be pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, Benchero yeah. looks like he's a, a real player. Uh, obviously, Wagner was killing him tonight as well. So they, they got some. They, it's funny when you go into games like this with the Knicks. You look at who they're playing. You're like, oh, the Magic, they were like 10 games under 500. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an easy one. And then you see the guys playing on the other team. Like, oh, that guy's pretty good, and this guy's yeah. pretty good. Why does everybody look so good against us? <laughs> it, it was funny watching the two brothers late in the game argue uh, over, over a play or something. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, just like, see, that's what they did in the playground. 
Yep. <laughs> That's what they did behind on shooting at the rim in the backyard. Did the same thing, arguing, arguing over some play. But um, listen, they, Orlando's going to be pretty good. They're going to be pretty good. They they they've got some pieces there. They really do. They just need they if they can find a, a couple of you know veterans, Gordon, to help mentor and nurture the younger players, teach them how to play. Uh, they're they're going to make some noise. Uh, in a couple of years. They're going to make some noise. 1-800-919-3776. We'll take more of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hardesty and Damer until midnight. Let's go back to the phones. Jose is in Brooklyn. Jose, you are next on 98.7. How you guys doing? Hey, Jose. I'm doing I'm doing great because they had a the Knicks I think had a great win today. Um, it was it it did look a little sluggish. I was scared to death for R.J. Barrett in the first half because he was horrendous. And I have to say, you know, I have to give uh, credit to Julius Randle. That rebound at the end was so clutch right there because that's usually a rebound that they don't get and. It's usually an outlet pass, and we end up either losing the game or it's actually game tying, uh, game tying shot that goes into overtime. So I gotta, you know, give give him credit for that huge rebound at the end, and he had a very solid game. And I also wanted to bring up the point that the bench I thought was also fantastic. I thought they really did a lot of uh, a lot of good things, cutting into the lead and um, also taking the lead. Um, Jericho Sims had a lot of great plays. Um, also Obi Top and had some plays quickly had a lot of a lot of hit a lot of big threes and um Barrett, you know pretty much did okay in the in the second half and I thought in the second half but he still has to um step it up because I do expect him to at least try to turn it up in the second half because we all we do know he is a notoriously slow starter. Yeah, you know what, Jose, thanks for the phone call. That that's a fair point. Normally he does start the season slow, Gordon, but then he picks up uh, going like the next month, and he just hasn't been able to get started. He's had some, he's had a couple of good games, but most of them have been, you know, below average. And and you're right, he has taken a, a a step back. And I don't know whether it's the weight of the contract on him. I don't know whether he's trying to figure out his place with all the, you know, with the, with him being at the three now, with him not being in the backcourt, and you got Grimes and Brunson and and. Randall and you know he's not really getting the ball a lot so I don't know whether he can't find the spot or he figures I got while I got the ball I got to shoot it, it's it's kind of strange to see him some of his decisions have not been the best yeah and as I said before it's really kind of affecting him in every phase uh offense and the defense so uh we talked about this earlier in the season we thought maybe the the, the name mentioned in the trade rumors when it was about Donovan Mitchell, that might be it. The contract, I mean, it's been a lot of stuff. but uh, And that's really one thing that we thought when that trade didn't come down was, okay, well, we still have R.J. Barrett. He's kind of made strides each of his first couple of years in the league. He's going to take another stride. Who knows how good of a player, and he's regressed. So that's one thing that uh, I'm not exactly sure why it's happening, but the Knicks definitely have to get it squared away. They definitely do. And – the one thing I'll say about Randall too tonight, Gordon, is uh, those two free throws late in the past. He's kind of missed those, mm-hmm. <laughs> one or both. So he's just look. He, he is what he is. Does he drive you crazy every once in a while? Yes, but he is having. He's an all star, and he's having an all star season, and he's having an all star season for your team. So 
you know, you, you just hope that as as the season goes on and, and he's able to, you know, because teams are going to adjust, you know, all during this all-star break, everybody's going to make adjustments to what you do. And coming out of that break, you know, they're going to take some things away from him. He's going to have to make quicker decisions, Gordon. You know what I mean? He just can't sit there and dribble and dribble. When the when the double team comes, you have to get rid of it. They have to do a better job spacing the floor. And when the double team comes, and they got to give him the ball at the top of the circle. None of this on the side of the key where he dribbles to the to the sideline or the baseline mm-hmm. where they trap him and it's a turnover waiting to happen. Yeah, he uh, look, he is frustrating. The fact is, though, that he is their best. Their, he's their best path forward, and they are not taking a step back. Now, there are some who would say you're never. He's an all star. You're never going to get more for him than you could get right now. That's but right. it's clear that the way this this regime is looking at making the simply making the playoffs is an achievement, and it's kind of hard to argue with them when the lack of success that they've had here since Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is an achievement just to simply make the playoff. Now, they're not going anywhere. Right. <laughs> they make the right. playoff. They're not winning a playoff round. No. Uh, no. Just making the playoffs would be the achievement. But And and, it, and there is something to be said for, okay, you've, you've kind of stabilized things and there's a little bit of a foundation, but how are you going to take that next step forward? I, I don't know that they know how they're going to do that yet, but they, they obviously value making the playoffs. They probably should, and that's the goal for this year. Well, the boss says they got to make the playoffs. So when the boss says you got to make the playoffs, you got to make the playoffs. Look, in fairness to him, it's year three. Yeah, they should make the play, right? Absolutely. If if you're making, if you're uh, taking over uh, a team and it's uh, a new regime and and you're rebuilding, you get to year three. You better make the playoffs. There's an expectation there, and I'm sure that uh, I don't think that James Dolan is wrong for thinking that the playoffs should be the goal this year. No, there's no question about it. And then, but what happens is, okay, once you make the playoffs, Gordon, then next season you have to up the you have to up the ante. Okay, you can't just you can't just be okay. We made the playoffs. Okay, listen, well, hey, hey guys, we made the playoffs. Okay, yeah, great, you made the playoffs. Now you have to grow and move and win a win a game, win a series, and move forward. That's what you have. That's what growing is. That's what sustainable success means. And so, you know, I, I you just hope that they don't get too you know, lazy. You know what I'm saying? Going, just, oh, mm-hmm. listen, we made the play. Look, hey, hey, we've made the playoffs two out of three years. Yeah. Listen, what we done. We hadn't made the playoffs two out of three years before this regime got here. Look, look at this. We got two out of three. We're rolling now. No, no. You, the bar has to be higher, Gordon. It does. But to raise that bar, I think you have to figure out a way that you're going to raise the talent. And we all said when they lost in the first round to the Hawks, Randall can't be the number one guy on a team that goes deep into the playoffs. Nope. And he's still their number one guy. Now, mm-hmm. I think the, their number two is a lot closer to number one. Brunson sometimes is the number one. Sometimes it's Randall. But it, it's it's pretty close between those two. And you take a look at the teams that are in front of them, the Bostons, the Phillies, the Brooklyns, although we don't know really what Brooklyn's going to look like here. Mm-hmm. Um, those teams are all more talented. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know how they go from – it's good. I, I accept that it is an achievement to make the playoffs when you've had the, the, the run that the Knicks have had, but figuring out a way to go from a team that makes the playoffs to a team that just wins a playoff round, yeah. uh, that's a big leap. I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah, and it makes you wonder now with the way they're playing, Gordon, does that curtail what they do at the trade deadline? Do they – 
just kind of stay, sit, stand pat a little bit at the trade deadline because they've got some success. They don't want to tinker with anything. They want to keep the chemistry the way it is. I mean, because they're finding some ways to win lately, you know, do, do they, that becomes the question. Do, do you, because you're right. Uh, if there's any time to move a player like Julius Randle, as hot as he's been, absolutely. Oh, this would be the time. This would but, be the time. If there's but, ever going to be a buyer's market, this is the time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but you know, are they going to say, "Well, no, let's just hold on and see"? Are they going to do the same thing? Let's hold on, see where this run ends, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do in the off season. It does feel that way. Yeah, it does. It does feel that way. And um, uh, maybe there's there's some superstar that becomes available and they can strike while the iron's hot. Maybe. But yeah. it, it feels like th- that while they might have stabilized the floor, the ceiling is not very far away. <laughs> these these are not uh, 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 20-foot ceilings, I can tell you no. that right now. These no. are This is in the basement. Uh, you know, like if yeah. you raise your hand up in the air and you can touch yeah. the ceiling right away, Yeah, that's where the ceiling's at. But, and, you know, and- look – and that's just part of the basement. There's some areas where the ceiling's lower. Yeah, yeah, the sub-basement. Well, look, there's been a lot of years where it's been the crawl space. So they, yeah, they are certainly sure. above that. That's for sure. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even think they necessarily know yet. I agree. I agree. But they got to figure out. They got to think about it because you got, what, not that far, what, 36 hours, 24, a little over close to 36 hours before the trade deadline ends? You know, I got a name for you. Okay. Don't give it to me yet. Okay. All right. We'll step away. We'll come back. You'll give me the name. Oh, this is then... this is a good tease. I don't know if the tease matches what the name. The name, you're going to be disappointed when I give you the name. But I got no, a name for all. you who I think the Knicks go after. Okay. All right. We'll, find, we'll get Gordon's thoughts about that. And then we'll also turn our attention to the Nets, who once again, Cam Thomas had a phenomenal night in the losing effort. Third consecutive game of 40-plus points. First time in NBA history for a young player like that. That's amazing. And Kyrie Irving spoke. All that's next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Gordon, who you got for me? Now, I'm approaching this. Okay. From the point of view is I think the Knicks as an organization are content to make the play-in or playoffs this year. They're not going to use their big assets. Right. I agree. Before the trade deadline. So Agreed. they're looking for somebody who can provide them with some outside shooting, perhaps, mm-hmm. and, and somebody that uh, they would they can bring in who's not going to cost an arm and a leg, but can kind of improve the one area, the outside shooting, which they've struggled with. No, not that guy. <laughs> Alec Burks. They bring back Alec Burks. Where is he, Detroit mm-hmm. now? Yeah, I think he They're not going Detroit. anywhere. No. That's the kind of under, you know, a Leon Rose, Derek Rose kind of special from a couple of years ago. Mm. You pay a minimum price. You get a guy who can come in and make, and if okay. he doesn't help you, it doesn't really cost you an arm and a leg. And they know him. Yeah. It would not shock me. Hmm. I, I told you you weren't going to be happy with it. Uh, I'm still trying to digest it. Um, <laughs> I say that to my slow. wife when the food's not that good, Larry. <laughs> You she never say that either. to your wife. Gordon, don't lie to the public. You never say that to your wife. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still trying not to digest still, it. Not, not still live where it's got you're an living. Interesting texture, sweetie. <laughs> not still live where you're living. No, you didn't call me and no. say you need you didn't call no. me and say you needed a spot in the no. next bedroom, so you didn't say that. No, I didn't. I thought it though. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you I'm sure you 
Yep. <laughs> and I hope she's sleeping. Oh, uh, no question. No, no worries about that. I wouldn't even think it if she wasn't sleeping. <laughs> I wouldn't even put it in my thumb. You know how, like, sometimes you'll have something in your head and then Amazon yes. will suggest it to you? My wife yeah. is like Amazon. It, it could just be in my head and she knows it. <laughs> that shows how too, how compatible you two are. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, at least on her side of things. Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> I, I could see it a little bit, Gordon. I, I see where you're coming from. I see the logic in it. It's something that's just another, it's another, um, it, it's, an, it's another three-point shooter. It's a guy who could also handle the ball a little bit in the front court. I, I could see it. I, I, I you know, I it's like it. a little under the yeah. radar. They're familiar yeah. with them. Yeah, something. How, how something much that, is that going to cost you? A couple of second round picks for Alec Burks. Something that would drive Nick fans crazy. Oh, why are we bringing him one. back for? But right, what are exactly. they doing? Oh my God, we got him back. Why did we? Then why did we let him go? We, we suck. Yeah, oh, it would be unbelievable. They would just, they just light them up. They would light the Knicks up. They would light the Knicks up. That's unbelievable. It's 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 out of the box thinking, Gordon. I'll tell you that. I'll give you that. I get, and you know what? It's probably you're probably not far off. It's just, it is it going just to be feels an under. Like that's the kind of move they're not going to make something. Yeah, splashy. you're right. You're right. Because they don't want to mess up what they have. Exactly. Because what they're thinking is like we said. They're thinking. Listen, we're rolling. We're rolling for them. Rolling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We're winning games. We're in games. We got a nice little chemistry going here. Uh, this is a guy who we know. Yeah, I, I could see them do something like that. Shooting 43% on threes this year. Mm-hmm. After you left I mean, the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> 13 points per game for Detroit. I mean, I, I just don't think it's a – I don't remember what the contract was that he got there, so that might be a little bit. But that that's the area that I look yeah. at and think that that's the road they're going down. A, not a, the, a bench guy. Mm-hmm. Not, a start, not somebody to go into the starting lineup, but another bench guy that mm-hmm. you could possibly – you know, but who do you give up for him? I would. I wouldn't think you have to give up a whole lot. Cam Reddish is gonna. Is gonna. Uh, yeah, Cam I don't Reddish know. Ahead. I don't know if Detroit has any interest. I would think it's probably. You know, they have all these draft picks. Yeah, I know. And they're not. They're not any great draft picks. No. They're not. They're, they're they're middle of the road picks. It's, it's a nice asset to have. Sure. But you could probably unload a couple of late round picks, or you know, a couple of second round picks, and. And get somebody like that. I, I wouldn't think yeah. it would cost you an arm and a leg. I agree. I agree with that. I agree. And Tibbs that. would love it. Tibbs, sure that's the kind of player he loves. Absolutely. Guy give you a little defense. Mm-hmm. Hit some threes for you. Right. Guy could also, like I said, handle the ball when they tried to make sometimes, a point Sometimes guard. Tibbs would ask him to do that too much. Yeah. Yeah. He looked at him and saw Julius Randle. <laughs> said, go dribble. Go, go ahead. Go to it. And Leon said, you know what? Get me Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Adam's in Stanford. Adam, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys. How you doing tonight? Hey, Adam. So, you know, we're talking about picking up a guy like Alec Burks, and it feels to me like the last 30 years of my Knicks fandom. And that uh, we can <laughs> that's never. Why, get that's over why that's the, the name that came to mind. What for are me we right doing? <laughs> yeah. I just I I don't really get it. I mean I I get it for this year. I get it for Tibbs's coaching job. But but where are we going? You know, Randall gets a lot of heat. I do think he does a lot of great things for the team. Um, we just I we got a hit on a draft pick. We have to develop people. I mean, we have some. Good young players, but 
We need somebody to put it all together. I don't know what that is. I'm not the so, expert. When you but say, Adam, when man, you say put it, it all together, what, when you say put it all together, what, what, what do you want? What does that mean? I put would it like all to win a okay, playoff so, series. No, so that's my question, right? Is I, you know, and I'm, I grew up in New York, and and it's a complicated fandom to say the least. So winning a playoff series would placate some and infuriate others when we lose round two. When Carmelo was here, everyone was thrilled until we lost, and then it was a disaster. And so, you know, again, I'm I'm not the expert, and I know it's a man. It's it must be a hard job to be an NBA executive, but it is also <laughs> it is tough to be a fan of this team because I, we want to see the fan base united, and it's been hard to do that over the past twenty years. Well, it has, Adam, and thanks for the phone call. And, and I get what you want. You want you want a team that you feel will have, Gordon, what we love, to, one of the phrases in today's sports is sustainable success, which is a team that wins, that has a chance. You know they're going to the playoffs every year. And if things land right, you might go deep into the playoffs and win the championship. Well, they're not, they're not there. They're not, even, no. they're not even close to there. And we know that. They're not even near there. All right. What they're trying to do is get there. And I think you said it best a couple of years ago, Gordon, that that when they made the postseason the first year, that was the first step in Mm -hmm. in trying to build a franchise that that you can say, hey, you know what? We got a chance to win. We're going to the playoffs. We know if outside of injury, the talent on this team will make us go to the playoffs and they're not there yet. And so for them, they have to decide how do we get there? And the big problem for them is. To be fair, Gordon, a lot of teams don't want to help New York. That's number one. A lot of teams don't want to help New York. Number two is what do they have that you want? And they don't have a lot. They really have reserves and draft choices. That's what they got. And so it takes you a long time when you got reserves and draft choices, Gordon, to try to get a named player. It does. Yeah, uh, because they – when you when you go out and you bring in Tibbs right away, that's telling you we want to win right now. We want to win and build while we win. And in the NBA, that's very difficult to do. Go and go and find the team that wins and builds and and gets to a level of a conference contender or a title contender. It, it's tough to do. It is. And I think that the, this Nick regime still wants to remain flexible so that they can move when, when there's a real difference maker. That's when they want to jump. And they kind of teetered with Donovan Mitchell because I guess at the end of the day, they didn't feel like Mitchell was a true difference maker. Now, he would have been a difference maker for the Knicks. And in hindsight, that was, the, that was a deal they probably should have made. But I think that they're going to – they would be very satisfied, I think, as an organization if they could, until that move takes place or until that move becomes available, mm-hmm. if they could just put out a baseline of success of making the playoffs every year. Even if they yeah. don't win a playoff series, even if they only win a playoff game, to, until that move becomes available and they can go and get that player, I think that this, they would, and, and, and what he was saying about, you know, it's been very tough the last 20 years. The organization's in way better shape than it's been in the last 20 years. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, go and look. I mean, outside of the 54-win year, I mean, what, where is this level of success that the Knicks have had in the last 20 years? I mean, those are the Isaiah Thomas years mm-hmm. as well. Yep. 
I mean, that was an absolute road to nowhere. That was David Fisdale. That's Jeff Hornacek. That's Derek Fisher. That's, that's Phil Jackson. Stop. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, but I, I don't understand why people don't see that this is – now, I get it. It's not where you want to be, but it's a it's a pretty good first step of, of at least making the playoffs and putting some sort of product that you can watch the games. I mean, how many years have there been that the Knicks – you get to this point of the year, and it's like it's like it's like homework going to watch the games. <laughs> yeah, believe me, I know. Trying to talk to uh, Alan Hahn and Wally Zerbiak and oh. Al Trowbridge after games, they, they you know we Oof. were talking about we we were, we were talking about the rest of the league. <laughs> we weren't even yeah, talking about the Knicks. Yeah, of course, of course, it is better. It's just it's just Gordon. You know what we say about Nick fans? We're very patient, and we're running out. <laughs> we're ready I get to it. see something. We're ready I get to see. It. A lot of them are just, can, can we see something? And, you know, and, they've been teased. And maybe if the road past this step was a little bit more clear, then they could have more patience. Mm-hmm. If it was clear, like, oh, well, this guy became available, we didn't get it. But every year there's, there's multiple guys that become available that would really change our fortunes. Maybe then Nick fans would feel like, well, we're going to get one of these guys one of these years. Yeah. It doesn't really seem clear right now. It, it seems hard to believe that any of the top 15 players are going to become available anytime soon in the Knicks who are going to have. Because they have, by, by choosing the road that they're on, they have limited themselves in what the, the highest level that they can achieve is until they make that big move. We'll continue the conversation next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.